Hello, welcome to the Animal Intuitive Show. I'm Ann Angela Webb, the Animal Intuitive. And tonight we have a little bit of a different show. For those of you that are familiar with the show, this show is normally about animal communication, uh, natural pet care. We do interviews with people who are experts in the fields of animal care and advocacy. But tonight I wanted to do something a little bit different. I came across a situation or a case, I guess you would say, a crime that happened to somebody um, through listening to a podcast um, called Jensen and Holes. And it really just struck me because of the involvement, I guess, partly because there was a dog involved, a dog named Bowie. And also just because, you know, when you hear about certain people, you sometimes get the feeling that they're people that you actually could have befriended. They're people that you have a lot in common with. Um, you know, you just get that sense that if you had, you know, known them in life, that you would have been, you had a lot in common, a lot to talk about. So I did want to mention, I, I will try if there are people here who did come to stay on till the end. I did mention in my posting that I was going to be here to do animal communication. Depending on how long this goes, I will do that if I can kind of hang in there. I don't know what shape I'll be in by the end of this, depending on how long we talk. Alex Erickson is going to hopefully be joining me. I see she is here. She was running a little late and she was going to try to join me. She has her own YouTube channel. She solely deals with, um, well, one of the things she focuses on it is true crime. And so I asked her to come along and be a part of this podcast based, or part of this. Um, well, I do post this to a podcast actually, but to be on this show with me, just to help me out with this, she's, um, at her son's football game. So hopefully she'll be able to join. So hopefully I've listened to enough true crime to be able to do this. <laughs> and I used to be a, a well, I am a, a licensed clinical social worker. Uh, hopefully I, you know, have some experience with talking about people in their situations and things that have happened that are really unfortunate. Katie Janess, I've heard her name pronounced Janess and Janess. I'm going to say Janess because that's mostly what I've heard it pronounced as. And her dog, uh, Bowie, were victims of a terrible crime. They were murdered on July 28th, uh, 2021. So not that long ago. Uh, Jensen and Holes, they are very experienced in the world of crime. Billy Jensen is a true crime journalist. He's very focused on, on missing persons, helps law enforcement, enforcement agencies. And um, Paul Holes, he had some help with a book also about the Golden State Killer that has been given a lot of credit for helping to catch the Golden State Killer. Paul Holes is a former cold case investigator and he's worked on the Zodiac, Golden State Killer, FBI task force officer. He works with worked with FBI to catch the um, Joseph D'Angelo, the Gold, no relation that I know of, but the Golden State Killer. Oh, Caris, Caris, you live half a mile from there and you've heard nothing. Okay, well, that's really good to know. That's, that's why I wanted to bring this up. That's why I'm babbling on about Jensen and Holes because they said in their podcast that they wanted attention to be brought to this case because, and, and to me too, it seemed like it just wasn't getting a lot of attention and they had some suggestions. So that's what I wanted to do this because 
I'm going to mention those things tonight and I'm going to have some links posted in the description below too for people who are watching this later that you can follow up on too. So hi Mel, thank you for being here from North Carolina. Okay, so so many of my friends are talking about it. Um, one that works at the park where they were killed. Oh, geez. Okay. This is Katie, and this is, and I'm going to call her, her, her name is, of course, Kathleen, but all over the place, the word, the name Katie is used. So, you know, it seems like that's the name that her, her family has put out there. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but that seems to be the name she went by. So this is Katie, and this is Bowie, her pit bull. Um, th he was, from what I've heard, three. Um, and this was described, he was described as her baby boy. Okay, so some things that I um, wanted to mention. Um, Katie was 40 years old. Um, she lived in Atlanta, Georgia with her wife of seven years, Emma Clark. Katie and Emma lived with Bowie, their three-year-old pit bull, and also dogs Tori and Fig. Katie was a bartender, wrote her own songs, and taught others to play guitar. There's a lot more about her I'm going to talk about. Um, she just sounds like a wonderful person. But one of the things that was mentioned on Jensen and Hall's podcast was that she loved true crime. And she would take these walks with her dog and listen to true crime while she was walking him. So that, of course, you know, struck me because that's something I do. This um, happened in Piedmont Park. If you're, I guess, in Atlanta, you would know, you know, you're familiar with this. Um, Piedmont Park uh, on July 28, 2001, off of 10th Street and Charles Allen Drive. Um, she told her wife, Emma, that she was taking Bowie for a walk. She had stopped by Henry's Midtown Tavern, where Emma was working. She was supposed to um, come back and meet her, and then she didn't show up. Um, so when Emma was ready to head home, she, you know, Katie didn't answer her phone. She's calling her. She's wondering where she is. So she, I guess, traced her by using a phone app, went to the park and found Katie and Bowie dead at the entrance. She told um, 11 Alive News in Atlanta that she initially thought Bowie was hit by a car because they sometimes go through the road area of the park. However, when she began calling for Katie, she noticed her body maybe 100 feet away. She said she ran up to her, tried to feel her pulse, and it was clear that she was gone. She said, I turned around and I just ran out of the park. It was dark and I didn't know what was going on. I was terrified and shocked. That's when I called the cops immediately. You just, just horrendous, awful. You just, your heart just goes out. It was apparently a very awful scene. Um, from what has been said by the police, just really bad. Um, what she, what she came across. Um, there's a 911 call. I don't normally listen to 911 calls. They really affect me, but, um, I did listen to hers because of this. I'm not going to play it just out of respect for, for her and her family, but you know, it is out there. The Atlanta police department said that Katie was found stabbed numerous times. Bowie was also stabbed to death. It's hard to even read this. Quoting from Jensen and Holes, there was a rumor of a marking that was found on Katie of a homophobic slur. This has not been confirmed, 
but if it was confirmed, it would be a hate crime. And then after that, the police went door to door. They went to businesses looking for videos, you know, just to see if people had any videos uh, from their security footage. There were cameras in the park and unfortunately not a lot of them. I think there was, there was three cameras. I'm going to play you those that footage. Unfortunately, there were seven others, I think it was, or eight others, but they did not work. Um, Jensen Holes did mention that they could have more footage than they're showing, of course, um, but just not sharing it with people. And we know they do that sometimes because they need to do that um, for the case to keep things, um, they have to keep things for different reasons. They have to not show everything. So I'm going to just show you this was, um, this was Katie and Bowie. Um, this was the last photo. This was um, them walking into the park. Um, it was approximately 1 a.m. I'm going to go back and look at the comments because I can't really look at them while I'm doing this, but I do want to thank you for leaving the comments. Um, okay, so that was that was them. Um, okay. They... The police um, also looked in a lake in the park. I, I didn't really hear anything about that, if anything was in the lake, but that they apparently did search a lake in the park. Um, there was some hair found on Bowie or a strand of hair. That's all that was said about that in the to the public. Um, the um, Let me show you this video. So this is the video that um, hopefully this will work, that the police wanted people to see and part of why I'm doing this show because I want people to take a look and um, share this video. It's actually, I'm getting this from the Twitter um, feed for the <clears throat> police department. The Atlanta police department is where I'm playing it from. Um, oops, <laughs> don't tell me this isn't going to work. Oh no. There we go. Okay. Nope. That's not what I need. Nope. I really did. I had this set up. Hold on. Let me see if I can get it to work here. Uh, Okay, so we're like 13 seconds into that. It's going to reset. So this is, okay, so I guess there was maybe, there it's resetting. Okay, so this is one person here, you see, coming out of the park on the left. Now, the police want people to see these pictures not because they think these are necessarily suspects, but because they do want to talk to these people because these people might have seen something. So they emphasize these are not suspects um i believe it was that jogger that they have reached but i could be wrong about that there was one person and i read it was a jogger um that that person came forward um i'm gonna put the link i don't i don't have this in the description yet of the video i'm gonna put this link in the below so if you're watching this on the replay you can click on it and find it um so these are all people that may have seen something and could have valuable information and that's why, um, you know, the, 
Jensen and Holt had done their podcast that they wanted people to be aware of that. So, um, okay. Um, so let me get my other thing back up here. Let me just check in here with the comments since I've kind of abandoned you here. I'm also going to pull in a picture here also of um, another photo that will let me here of Katie and Bowie. See how much you can just see how much she loves him. Um, so yeah, nine cameras in the 200 plus acres of land. That was something that has been brought up. Um, yeah, the jogger came forward. Okay. Um, yeah, big concern, I guess, in the community, huh? Um, Thank you for your patience, Mel Mac. Um, <laughs> um, I know you feel safe with your big dog, but it, it is, it's dicey. You think it's okay. And, um, you know, I feel the same way. I always think with my German shepherd, but so that was the thing. Um, this was something else that was brought up that I wanted to talk about. And of course, you can go listen to Jensen and Holes. They're wonderful, um, <laughs> but they are a podcast. So I wanted to use this platform as well. You know, I actually wrote into them and because this isn't what I normally do and I don't want to be somebody that just, you know, repeats stuff. But um, Billy Jensen was nice enough to write back and he said, yeah, go ahead and do it because it's it, the more attention that it can be given the better so i felt like you know better about doing it that he said that and it was nice of him to respond so um okay so there is quite a nice um reward if somebody will come forward and um help with this situation if they can you know lead to Finding this person, um, there is a $20,000 reward. This says 10,000. This is now 20 actually. Um, I guess I don't, didn't have the updated one. Um, this was 10,000, but then PETA or PETA, depending on how you pronounce it, they matched it. So it's now a $20,000 um, reward. I'm trying to get out of the picture here. Um, so there's Katie. That's a little bit better close up of her. You can see her face a little bit better than some of the other pictures. Um, and, you know, please contact Atlanta PD Homicide with any information you may have at 404 546 4235. I'll have that down below too. Or Crime Stoppers. I should have set that up and I forgot to, to go across the screen, but or Crime Stoppers at 404-577-TIPS. That'll be in, in the description below. Um, okay, great. So Alex will be coming on soon. Um, 
Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's just absolutely heartbreaking. Um, I was just really moved by this whole story. Um, so, de de um, Deputy Chief Charles Hampton Jr. said to be aware of those in your lives. So those around, I guess, more so the Atlanta area, but um, pay attention to anyone with unexplained injuries and intense attraction to this case in the media. He stressed that there is nothing too small. For instance, if someone has changed their hair color or appearance, or perhaps someone you know missed work or school or went on an impromptu vacation. So Jensen and Hall stress that this is super important somebody that changed their pattern um, post offense behavior is huge every offense is going to have some sort of reaction or every offender is going to have some sort of reaction to the crime they just committed so that behavior is often expressed in the or that offense is somehow expressed in their behavior after the crime there may be aspects of paranoia um, changing their physical appearance changing geographic profile um, this is all really important. Um, and somebody who knows them may have noticed something strange. Um, you may not think that they're capable of a crime like this, but then you realize after the crime, this person is acting bizarrely, um, following the case, reading the papers, watching the news a little close, closer than normal. Um, So I'm also going to post um, some screenshots on my, I guess, my, my social media. So if you see those, if you go to my Facebook or Instagram and share those, take screenshots, um, you can get them there and then share them on yours um, or forward them from my page, whatever works. Um, so Katie was actually, it's just really neat because she was... Um, Part of they call them murderinos, so <laughs> it's just a name that that came up for people that are really interested in um, true crime and listen to a group of podcasts that include Jensen and Holes and um, my favorite murder is one of them. And so Katie was a person who was considered a murderino, so that was another reason, you know, that they that Jensen and Holes really, um, you know, I guess felt that they really wanted to do this. Um, so this is Katie and uh, Bowie again. Really sweet picture of the two of them. Um, and you just feel so much for her, her wife, Emma. Just the trauma. I um, heard that Emma has actually left the area. She can't be there anymore. Um, you know, she moved out and she doesn't work where she worked anymore. It's just too much of a reminder for her. Just the terrible trauma. Yes, July 28th. No, mm -hmm. July 28th. Um, that's not Bowie. Oh my goodness. That's the picture that's been... Who is it? Which one is it? Nicole LeBlanc is saying. Can you tell us which... Who is that? <laughs> Is that a different dog? Was that Fig or I'm forgetting the other dog's name that I said. Um, I don't know. That's the picture that was shown. Um, 
They have two dogs. That is their other dog. Okay. I thought they had two, two others plus this one. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, let me see. I have some other photos. So maybe, um, that I did get, um, that might be more accurate then. There was a picture at the, okay, so this was one too that was shown. I don't know. Is this not Bowie either? I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess, Nicole, did you know them? Are you friends with them? Um, is this Bowie? Because this was one that was associated with the um, the GoFundMe page, which actually it looks like the organizer stopped the GoFundMe. Maybe they raised enough. Okay, so Nicole says this is Bowie. Okay. Um, what a sweet dog. Look at the eyes. Look at that. Um, one of the things that was discussed on the podcast was that... Um, Okay, so yeah, it's backed up. That is Bowie. Okay, so, um, you know, and Emma said, um, this was a quote, Today I lost the love of my life and my baby boy. It was tragic. She was the most intelligent, kind, humble, and beautiful person I've ever known. I wanted to spend every second with her. He was the sweetest, most loyal companion. My heart is so very broken. My world will never be the same. Thank you, everyone who has reached out. It is truly appreciated. So yeah, almost $80,000 was raised. Um, oh, okay. So Nicole, you don't know them, but you've just, you've been following it. Yeah. It's so, it does. It just uh, um, pulls at your heartstrings. Yeah. So there's really a large community of people who, who just really felt for them. And I guess they had a reputation of helping other people too. Um, and they've helped people financially as well. So, you know, people wanted to give back. Um, but uh, Billy Jensen did have contact with a friend named Paige, Katie's friend. And he asked, they, they wanted to know more about, you know, Bowie and what he would have done in this situation. So um, what Paige said was um, he was a pretty hyperactive dog. He would jump and lick you. He was young, three years old, I believe. He just wanted to play all the time. Very sweet dog. I have no doubt, though, most likely that he went into protection mode that night. Everything happened. Not sure how he'd be on walks. I don't believe he'd be aggressive towards someone just walking by. Um, so there's Alex. Let me... You are there as a... Um, it's just black, Alex. I don't know if you're just... Are you just on audio? You know what? I think I had her blocked. Her, her mic, maybe. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi there. You are. Do you mean to be not on camera? Because yeah, you had me muted. <laughs> okay. You are all black. Are you supposed well, to be yeah. on camera? Well, because. Okay, you kind of cut out. Um. Alex, can you hear me? 
kind of cut you cut out there. I don't hear you anymore. Um, once Alex comes in, I'm actually going to let her grab this. I intentionally went and got my headphones and then forgot to bring them in here right before the show started. And when you have a guest on and you don't wear headphones, things can go awry. You get these weird alien sounds. I'm going to let her take over for a second once she, once we can hear her. Um, Yeah, it's just it's just horrendous. I know it's like you just you you feel this anger. I <laughs> I hear you, Mel. Um, maybe Alex, if you call back in, maybe that'll work. Um, so um, the question being, you know. because it could have something to do with the kind of the profile of this person, the, the perpetrator of this crime is what, Oh, okay. She had a bad signal. She's going to try back. Um, how Bowie would have reacted. Um, because Paul Holes was saying two different things. The offender had to accomplish um, the dog and Katie. And so the dog being potentially in protection mode, the offender would have to neutralize the threat. Um, doesn't necessarily have to kill him. Um, but because Katie had such a connection to Bowie, she could have gone into protection mode. I can imagine that. Um, and the, the offender disengages from the dog and focuses on Katie. Um, they mentioned not wanting to fall into rumors, um, but did mention... Um, because there was a mark that was reported on her. Um, there were rumors about that. Um, I think I mentioned that earlier, but there is no um, evidence, they said, in the, the law enforcement. I think the mayor or law enforcement came out and said that um, there isn't any evidence that this was a hate crime. Um, FBI has been called in. They were actually called in really soon, so that's good. Um, they said that this was really a unique crime for their area, so I'm glad that they called the FBI in soon. Um, so this, I guess what Paul Holes was mentioning is that this perpetrator that could have been, they should look at somebody in the area potentially who um, potentially if there was somebody who was harming animals in the years before this, that this offender could have sort of escalated, like even killing Bowie could be part of the fantasy, which is just, um, I guess he said even in the last decade. Um, so unsolved crimes against animals like dogs and cats, other small animals could be um, kind of the, the coming up of this offender who would commit this type of crime. Um, it sounds though, I, you know, as I mentioned, I don't, in other shows, when people ask me this with other crimes, I would never um, connect with an animal. Uh, having to deal with a crime without a family asking me, I just think that he did protect her, though. That's just my, it's just sort of a quick gut instinct. And I think that from what the friend said, too, um, I think that he did, that he 
was trying to protect her. Um, and I'm sure she was, you know, went into protection mode about him too. I mean, it's just going to be your reaction. That's your kid. That's your fur kid. Um, so, um, I did want to also, I had some other pictures I wanted to bring up. Um, like I'm gonna forget something because I've got things a little bit out of order as I mentioned um, there was some really sweet things on the memorial um, people left dog treats in addition to the flowers and everything um, isn't that nice dog treats there and this was a photo of um, you know just a photo of Emma and Katie that I found on the GoFundMe page I really didn't I didn't find too many there was a news um, interview with Emma um, you know, that didn't seem like it would be good to play during this. It would be kind of confusing or distracting to play a news clip, but um, just what she went through. It's just awful. Um, <laughs> thank you, Alex. Um, and I had just another picture I wanted to show you of the Memorial here. So people just really, you know, there was you. There were just other pictures you could see. People who really just knew them. Um, in the area, they were people that people knew that were friendly. Um, I know, I just really hope, and that's why I wanted to do this, just because I just, it doesn't seem like it's getting a ton of attention. I can't imagine why. Um, so I just want to keep the, the word out there and pictures out there. So a friend, uh, the person who organized the GoFundMe, Heather is her name. Um, I did ask her if she wanted the, if she could let the family know I was doing this. I didn't, you know, she said she would pass this along to them. You know, I mentioned if there's anything they wanted to say or if they wanted to come on. You know, she was going to pass that along. I didn't hear back, and that's fine. Um, but she was the GoFundMe organizer, and um, she said um, to everyone who has donated, sent words of condolence, and helped to keep Katie and Bowie in the media. There are no words to express the gratitude of your generosity. We will continue to work, pray, be present, and keeping Katie and Bowie in the hearts and minds of everyone to prevent this from happening again. We will not stop until there's justice. It could be next week or next year. Nonetheless, we will never stop. I ask now if you're a believer in Christ to pray that the perpetrator is, are found, and brought to justice. We pray for the safety of your families and that you have many blessings laid on you. Well, absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. It must have been so scary to have that happen and just shocking. 
Hello. Hi, Alex. Do we have you here? Yes, I am so sorry. We're traveling back from the game. We're not far from home now, but there's a couple areas that are a little bit spotty. That's why you couldn't hear me and you can't see me because we're in the car. But when we get there, I'll go on camera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no worries. Um, did they win? I know that's not what's important, but. Yeah, they did oh, win. Well, that's exciting. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so um, I pretty much have mentioned, you know, the only other thing is that um, I did want to mention um, that the um, detectives have said um, this is actually the, so I don't, where did I get this quote? Velasquez. I'm not sure who this is. I must have cut this off. Vincent Velasquez, a former homicide detective, was just quoted um, saying this the lack of new, this was August 14th. He said the lack of new information coming out in the stabbing of Midtown resident Katie Janess is frustrating to some residents, especially females, who worry the attacker may still be in Piedmont Park area. Atlanta has never seen a case quite like this one, said Vincent Velasquez. Um, former homicide detective. People have to understand the detectives, and I know many of them personally are hard at work trying to check everything out. Um, he believes the silence from investigators is due in part because they have not progressed far enough in the investigation to put additional information out, such as a composite. I would have expected one to be released by now if they had a, description, a hard description. Um, he did investigate and close a similar case, a cold case back in 2004. He urges patience. He says he's confident police will ultimately be able to find the Piedmont Park killer. Um, I will mention that if this uh, perpetrator is caught, which I pray he will be, um, he, her, I'm assuming it's he, it's usually the case, but um, they can be charged with aggravated cruelty to animals for Bowie. So a person who commits aggravated cruelty to animals when he or she maliciously causes the death of an animal, maliciously causes physical harm to an animal by depriving it of a member of its body by rendering a part of such animal's body. It sounds so, so crude and awful, but an animal's body is useless or by seriously disfiguring such animal's body or a member thereof or maliciously tortures an animal by the infliction of or subjection to severe or prolonged physical pain. The punishment. A person convicted of aggravated cruelty to animals shall be guilty of a felony with a felony of prison between one and five years, a fine of no more than 15000 or both. A second or subsequent conviction of aggravated cruelty to animals will result in a lengthened prison term between one and ten years and a fine of up to 100000 or both. Um, I mean, hopefully the person would be getting maximum for Katie to begin with, but, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my, my gosh. I'm oh, you're there. Then you kind of went out, Alex. I'll just wait until we can hear her. Um, some other, just to mention, there were some rumors of an active serial killer being on loose in the city following this. Um, 
they have not they have denied that um i guess that doesn't mean there isn't but law enforcement has said they um, there's no evidence of that um I mean, they've changed serial killer from two murders. You know, that's the FBI's distinction is that they've um, killed two. It used to be three. Um, I don't know. Somebody that does something like this, you know, they're going to do it again, of course. So whatever you want to call it. Um, but there was another person. There was a woman murdered the same day, the same night. Um that led people to think, well, maybe this was like a series of things that happened in the same night by one person. Her name was Tori Lang. She was 18. She was found shot to death at Stone Mountain on July 28th, the same day. Um, while both of their murders remain unsolved, law enforcement made it clear uh, they don't feel the two are connected. Um, they condemn viral posts that claim the two killings, along with a third killing, was made up that they're the work of a serial, serial killer. Um, but Joe Clark, who's Emma's father. Hello. Oh, hi, Alex. <laughs> we can hear you, I think. Are you there? Oh, she maybe she's going to come back. Okay. So Joe Clark, who's Emma's uh, father said that you know there's a monster in the loose loose in the city of Atlanta. Um, okay. Hello, can you hear me now? I am yeah. so sorry, and the oh, service okay. is awful driving home, but we are almost home. Oh, okay, I can hear you though. Awesome. Um, I did notice a cut. What I was saying is there seems to be a couple community members in the chat, which is really cool and interesting to see, you know, their perspective, because I know this has got to be scary to live in this area, you know, with, yeah. with all of this going on. But finish yeah. and then I'll, you know, ask your question, ask some questions when we get through can the you, story. Can you just talk for one 30 second period or something? Because I realize I don't have my headphones. I'm afraid we're going to have... Um, alien sounds yeah absolutely i'll be right back <laughs> okay um yeah so i cannot see the chat you guys but i do want to say thank you for coming and supporting ann and um i know that she usually just does animal content and this case has really touched her heart so thank you guys for for being here because I can't I'm see back. the chat. Uh, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, I tried to make it so you could see the chat. I guess it didn't work. Um, so one, just one other thing I didn't mention is that um, there was another attack before this, I guess, on July 11th. Um, an openly gay Asian man was found bleeding from his head, Joshua Dowd, barely breathing on train tracks in Buckhead. He was rushed to Grady Hospital with severe brain damage. He's been recovering since the attack and seems like it, it from what I, I've, I read a lot from what his partner had said, it's been a really long, it was brutal, very difficult, challenging recovering recovery. It does seem like he's like every day getting a little bit better, but um, it, you know, the, they haven't said that this is connected, but this is where kind of the, you know, you know, it's that time, that's that thing of speculation right now. We just don't know enough and there's not enough information to, 
definitively say that there's any connection in there that's the same thing, well, same perpetrator, but. Yeah, that's scary. I mean, that's really scary. They have no idea. I can't imagine living there and, you know. Yeah. Also, nine cameras on 200,000 acres in that park, that doesn't seem like a lot, you know? Right. That's barely any. Right. Yeah, and I could be mistaken. I didn't even think that they all worked of those nine. I could be misunder I could be mistaken if someone in the area knows for sure. I could be mistaken. I thought that not even all nine worked. Um We are home now, but I have I can't hear you for a second. Oh, can you see me? Mel, yeah. I would be convicted of harmful activity to a human that did this period. Ugh. Yeah, it's I know, it's so angering, so upsetting. Um, Katie's friend Paige also said, um, she just kind of, you know, mentioned some other things about Katie that I just found so many things I connected with uh, with her. Um, hello. Hello. Okay, we're <laughs> oh, home. I'm there just we go. getting. <laughs> we have visual. I'm going to grab. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to grab my other phone and stuff so that I can okay. see the comments so I can talk. But you keep talking, and I've got you on headphones. I'm okay, listening. great. Awesome. Okay. Um, so her friend Paige said that, um, yes, she was, um, I guess the two of them connected. They were in Murderino groups. Um, they bonded over many true crime podcasts, especially My Favorite Murder. They went to roller derby games together. I love roller skating, although I'm not into the roller derby too much, but... They went to concerts. Um, they had just gone to a concert three days before the murders. Um, the, I guess uh, Katie loved sharks, had a huge shark tattoo, and wanted to get more. Um, she said she's one of the smartest people she ever met. She was teaching herself Japanese, and the best part of her was her awesome laugh. Um, so she just sounds that like an so amazing sad. person. Yeah, just... Let's see. Let me try that there for a second. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Trying to get situated. Yeah, no problem. Take your time. I'm pulling you up on this other phone too, so I can communicate with your chat. And okay, you know. great. So this must be. I think this is Bowie, from what I can, this is her and Bowie. Yeah, you know I'm not able to see you from this end. Oh, really? At all. Yeah, but I'm where I'm going to pull it up on the phone, I'll be able to see every other phone, I'll be able to see everything, but last time I was able to see you the whole time when we, you know, collabed. Oh, that's oh, weird. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so precious. I mean, I would think Me that the poor dog was. It, uh, I can't, you don't even want to think about it, but just what he, I'm sure he was trying to. Oh, yeah, Mel, I've been sucked into the rabbit hole of true crime for a while. <laughs> it's just, yeah, this is probably, I guess this is the first time I've actually 
I did do one show, Alex was on here, um, a little more generalized, not talking really about any, but yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a slippery Which is slope. awesome. <laughs> I hope you keep doing videos with, especially, you know, with the, where animals are involved because you have a really unique perspective. Yeah. That's my thing. I mean, that was what really got me. I, I kind of have stayed away from anything really true crimey because it was like, well, this doesn't really go with my thing. But, you know, with animals, it's it does for sure. Um, you know, not that it doesn't matter to me that, you know, of course, the, the human matters, of course, too. But, you know, it's just kind of is. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know I can only see your ceiling? So I does that matter? Are you... I know. Okay. <laughs> well, it's okay. I I was trying to watch you, so it's hard, and I'm not up okay. where my tripod is. So I'm like, well, I'd rather watch you <laughs> in the videos. <laughs> but I am here. So. Um, does anybody uh, from the area have anything that they wanted to mention? Is there anything we missed or that is you think might be important that I didn't mention? Um you know, because if you're there, it's kind of a little bit different. You know, you have that personal eyes on um, things. I have a question for you. So since mm -hmm. you connect to these animals, you know, you connect to animals. And um, we had talked about in other cases, like the Watts case, and how you, you can't connect because you hadn't got permission. But what about in the case of an animal passing? Same thing. I would consider it, um, there's, you know, so, so if the pet parent, well, okay, I guess, yeah, like, so let's say that if Emma wasn't in the picture, or like if, um, she was single, I potentially could. Um, oh, okay. I'd have to think about it though, from the perspective of why, like, is it just my curiosity? Like, you know, there be, there might be a little bit of a moral, no, no, I could, as long as, as long as the animal didn't have anyone else that was there. Then I, w I guess then I would think about it from most people have some family. So that I, you know, I guess I would say, well, does the person's family want me connecting in with the energy of the whole situation and their loved one, even though it's the animal I'm trying to get their perspective, I would still want the family probably permission for that. Um, yeah, that makes sense. You are just a kind hearted, wonderful person. I think a lot of people, they put their curiosity above ethics and morals and you know what I mean? And you just don't do that, which I love that about you. Oh, well, yeah, you know, it's um, part of our training, you know, when we do, um, it's the way I teach too. my students, uh, Penelope Smith's code of ethics should be something that people who do animal communication professionally should follow it. It, um, it's great. It outlines a lot of things that maybe you don't think of, you know, like if you're, if you don't do animal communication, you just might not even think about them. And then you realize, oh yeah, there's these like ethical things that go on. Um, so, yeah. and that was one of them that she included in it that we have to have the permission. So, um, she helps in that sense, um, by giving us some parameters. That's but. really interesting. Um, 
I have a question. Then, not would you ever consider coming on and showing the nine one one calls in some of the interviews? Um. Oh, from from this. Um. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Um. I didn't think about the. I didn't want to show the nine one one because play the nine one one because um. I don't know. It just didn't seem. I don't know if the word is relevant. Um, I mean, of course it's relevant, but um, it's really just her wife sounding horrified and panicked and calling the cops and. Um, right. So I don't know. I tend to. I guess I didn't think of this so much as like me doing what some people are doing with true crime, like some of the ones you guys do where you're really trying to kind of get to the bottom of things. I guess my perspective on this was more just getting the word out um, and trying to make sure people saw that video and that um, they were also aware of that, the, that those pointers that... Um, Paul Holes brought up about like being aware of any strange behaviors of people that even that they wouldn't think that their loved one or friend or whoever could ever do something like this, but yet noticing some strange things going on with them like the day after and the days after that um, those are things to be aware of that people might not necessarily be just just yeah. not be alert to. So I wasn't really thinking of it from that perspective to bring those things up. The interviews, you know, I could. I mean, they just, they interviewed her wife um, just talking about, like, what she came across, what she found. And um, uh. and also just saying, like, she was, like, sitting on the porch with her father. Like, this wasn't, like, immediately, I don't think, after. But she was interviewed, and they, she was just saying what happened. And she also was saying that they were asking her, do you have any idea why this happened like do you think that this has any specific like she was targeted and she actually said she didn't think so she felt like she was but then she said I don't know you know she said like I it, it could be but um could have just been a, a crime of opportunity um wow yeah I really didn't think that Nicole, you know, Nicole's asking, did I think that, you know, the wife could have been involved? I, that did not even, to be honest with you, come up for me in this. I, from a, I guess a, it just didn't, you know, there's definitely true crime cases where I get a lot of times like a gut feeling. I didn't feel that way at all about this. And I think there's, pro they probably had to look in, you know, as they always do, they probably had to look into alibis and things like that, even though, even if they didn't think she was involved, I'm sure they had to clear her just because that's just what they do. So, um, she was working. Um, I know that. So, and there's yeah, probably data. Comment. Yeah, and there's data that. too. Because she was, like, tracking her on her phone. So I think maybe somehow, like, there's some kind of, like, technical way that they knew that she was doing what she said she was doing, probably. I don't know. Um, I bet you. It, so is that how she found her? I missed that, I guess, the tracking her. Yeah. She, um, she used an app 
or something. I don't know if she's just talking about that, like, find me thing. I'm not sure, but it said that she used an app. And, and um, when she didn't come back to the bar or whatever. Um, I don't I don't know. I didn't. She'd gotten off work. Is that not suspicious to you? I just didn't think of it that way. I don't know. Um, and it was so brutal, too. I mean, that was her dog, too. Like, Ooh, yeah, you know, I, I it sounds like it was pretty. I don't know. I mean, I just didn't think of it that way, that it could be her. I could be wrong, but I didn't think so. Um, I look like I'm not looking at you, but I'm having to look at you on this because you're not on my screen. So, oh, okay. I'm like looking over here. <laughs> no worries. But, yeah. Oops. We're making it work, you know. Um, yeah, no, it's, we're, we're good. Um, yeah, they're wanting you, Alex, to take over, I think, at this point and dig in after I do the preliminary. <laughs> <laughs> I might start digging into it with you, but I think you're doing a great job, and I want to keep pushing you to do more true crime. I love it. I think, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I think if, if there's animals, you know, I'm happy to um, do what I can. I think if uh, I, I'm happy to give people exposure too. Like if there's people out there who have had a situation and they um, think that something has happened of a criminal nature and they're pet was either involved in a crime or they think their animal witnessed a crime um you know i'm happy to help with that it would sort of be a case-by-case -case basis um but depending on the situation oh man if their animal had witnessed a crime then you could talk you know kind of communicate yes. with the animal oh my gosh that'd be mm -hmm. great i would love that'd be really cool yeah as long as they gave permission yeah uh-huh um Oh no, and Mal says <laughs> you're not off the hook here by any means. <laughs> she says no. They want me to dig into it with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It sounds like I, Nicole's got some questions about it, but I don't have any answers for it. I don't know. It doesn't. Um, I didn't get the impression that there was any eyes on her wife but I, I don't know if that's something that's been going around there I don't know I didn't see that but um, I mean could you imagine if it was her and her, she she hurt her own animal that's just whew. yeah that but I mean that stuff I've seen worse so but mm. yeah it's it would be hard to imagine um, <clears throat> so I don't know that's a hard one to think about I don't have the answer do to that do you think do you think the other cases may be related is are you what are you thinking there I don't think so from from what um definitely Tori did not seem related the way it first of all would have been a lot for one person to do in one night um I don't know, you know what, I forgot to look at the distance. I don't know if people in the chat know about these two situations, like how far they are from each other. 
if there's somebody there that knows about Tori's case, but they really dismissed that, that it could be um, connected. It was a very different situation. Um, Jensen and Holes men mentioned that the MO was really different. Um, her car was burned. Um, she was shot. She was an 18-year-old wow. girl, really. She was, you know, young, 18. Um, and just a, a very different situation. So, um, and I, mm. but I don't know that area that well. And I should have, I meant, I did mean to check it out. But I guess when I saw that they, like, dismissed it, I didn't really look at the distance. I mean, I guess I, I do yeah. wonder about the one, if if the guy on the train tracks you know i know they're saying that they don't have any evidence that this is a hate crime but they could be holding that back um it's interesting they're both in the lgbtq community yeah, right right and they're both and quite brutal attacks yeah yeah which the one with the um with the girl shot in the vehicle burned i do think it's pretty rare for an assailant to let's say even like in the Chris Watts case, you know, he kills the girls one way and Shanann another way. And that's really rare. A lot of times they do it the same way with all of them. And that that's part mm. of the reason people have had questions about if he had help and stuff, because right. it's so rare for you to do, you know, so many killings and them to be so different yeah, or to be different at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so wildly different. I mean, those would be, that's an extreme difference. In those yeah. two cases, if those had anything, sounds very different. Absolutely. Um, but the the guy on the train tracks, I don't know. That's a little bit uh, more. I kind of wonder about that, but you know, so far they just haven't acknowledged that there could be any connection. So that's kind of all you have to go on when they say that. It's you know. Um, but the poor guy, he's really had a hard time. It's, it sounds like he's, it's amazing that he even is alive from what he's gone through. Mm. He had to relearn That's everything, like relearning how to walk, how to do everything. Um, wow. Yeah. It's awful. Um, can I ask your chat a question for the people who are nearby there? I'm just curious if they're scared, if they're, you know, if the, if the community is scared, if they're worried about going to this park or, you know, whatever if they're worried yeah. about it interesting to see i was kind of wondering that too i would be i don't think i'd be anywhere near there yeah day night I anything I don't think. <laughs> me neither let's see nicole said ted bundy sure had an active night attacking women in florida oh yeah that um the frat the not a frat house. What do you call it with girls? Um, oh, like a sorority. Party. Sorority house, right, right, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And then when I'm looking down, I'm trying to see. Like I said, I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> look at you here. You look really pretty tonight, though, oh, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Mm -hmm. Which you always do, but, you know. It's amazing. puppy. You know? I know. She's trying to break out. I'm always having things with these dogs when I'm um, doing these shows. I couldn't let her out because one of my dogs I can let out during my show. The other one I can't, the German Shepherd, because he can he reacts to doors and things. 
but the other one I can, but there's a fly in here. And I don't know if anybody else has a dog that just loses their mind when there's a fly in the house. Like she is, <laughs> she didn't want to eat her dinner. All she could do was stare at this fly. So I had to put her in there. So now she's upset that she's been locked away. She doesn't feel that that's, um, that's like beneath her to have to be <laughs> locked away with her brother <laughs> in another room. That's funny. Um, um, you know my mom's dog that I had sent you that picture of, that little miniature pincher? Yes. I don't know if Do I ever remember? got the picture, though, but I remember you mentioning him. Oh, man. We're that? here visiting, and I don't know. But um, I thought I sent you a picture of him and Bentley maybe out in the yard, but either way... I found him. He passed away a couple of days ago, oh, and oh, it's been a rough him. week. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you've had a heck of a week. Wow. Oh I, I went to the store, and when I come back in, he was in the driveway, and oh, I thought gosh. instantly that I was the. I hadn't actually said this to many people, but I thought I did it. So I run upstairs, I dropped all this stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, I hit your dog. And, like, I started having a panic attack. Couldn't feel my legs. Oh my couldn't see. And then my mom went downstairs, and when I followed her down, she's like, Alex, he hasn't been hit. Like, are, are you sure you oh, hit him? And I'm yeah. like, no, I just thought I did because he was in the road. So they swear I didn't. And he actually has been really sick. He's like 17 years old. Yeah. And um, and they were g- getting ready to put him down, but oh, my gosh, and that wow. was just so oh, upsetting. Geez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's awful. I'm so sorry. That's so sad. That's okay. Oh my gosh. I know it's, it, it, you do, like, if you think anything that you've done to heart, you know, even I've had things like that where I've thought something I've done has harmed my animal by accident, and you just absolutely go into, you feel like your legs are going to come out from under you. And I'm sure you would have felt awful with your mom that you, oh if you my thought gosh. you Yeah. If I did it, like I come to visit and then take out her dog, which mom had already (laughs) mom had just called because he was not he was really crying and his stomach was swelling up. Mm. And actually, he had blood coming from his little bottom. So we're thinking Uh that he had an accident, but she was going to have him put down. We're thinking like a stroke or maybe I don't know something uh, with a vein. I don't know down there. We don't know, but oh god. Then my brother overdoses. Oh, jeez. And yeah, oh my gosh. three days out of rehab, and he's back in rehab. And oh, then a, a couple other things, which I'll tell you privately. I think I did tell you, but yeah, yeah. it's just a bunch of craziness it happening. Like, so. Yeah, and by the way, Alex has some great shows too. She does. Um, if you want to maybe talk, I don't know if you want to let people know too, because she has um, sort of a dual channel I was kind of like talking I didn't get into it too much before because I was just talking about the case but um not only does she do true crime but she's also um helping people to understand more about addiction and um it's a great resource for that I don't know if you want to just kind of yeah I um you went dark by the way you're all black I I don't know know if you meant to okay I did mean just as long as you meant to I want to yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. But it's easier, and StreamYard has that option where you can go with your icon. But it, you don't. I don't have it here where I can turn off my camera, so I just turn did that. But um, 
So uh, I do, I have a channel where I do a lot of true crime. Today we went through the preliminary hearing of Gannon Stout's stepmother, which, oh my, Anne, have you, have you heard what was, came out in that hearing yet? It was brutally awful. I haven't, oh. I don't know too much about that case. I've kind of stayed away from it because I didn't know about it initially and I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole too far. So I don't know too yeah, much it, about it. If you watch my first video from today, I do describe a lot of it, but it's a long live, so it's just a, a lot to get through. So if not, oh, I have little TikToks. I might can send you a couple things. Either way, um, he was, you know, stabbed 18 times, shot under his mouth, uh, chin, chin, and then blunt force trauma to the head fractured his skull he was taken across country and dumped off the side of the road by the person who he trusted and was taking care of him and that was so hard to get through today i cried it was it was rough oh, um God. so i do do that and then you know my addiction videos which i i just want to keep doing just so if i could help anybody um because i know what it feels like to go through that and sometimes you know, you just don't feel like you can make it. You don't feel like you have it in you. You just want you, it to all end. But I promise if you just get through it, life is a lot better on the other side. So I want to I wanna let people know that. And if they, anybody is struggling out there, please reach out to me. And you can email me. That's on, in most of my videos. Or Facebook message me um, at Allie Erickson. But in, I would love like help you find resources or anything. So no, that's, that's kind of awesome. what that's I'm doing great. over there. But yeah, because I think it I all can... it ties together because grief, you know, if oh yeah, not only can it bring out, you know, not only can it accentuate something that's already kind of there. Um, you know, if someone's you know goes into grief it can bring out something that's on the surface they're not really using you know anything like hardcore but if you go into grief and you don't have the support um and it can yeah, be grief absolutely an animal, you know it's a lot of times people don't give the loss of an animal the acknowledgement i've talked about this in other shows they don't acknowledge the what what that can do to somebody the, the loss, the toll. Yeah, absolutely. So um, some people, you know, their animals are their life. Absolutely, so yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, my animals are, they're my children and, you know, it's very difficult. Like I said, I can't imagine what her, her wife is going through to find both oh. her wife and her, her baby dog there. Um, just awful. So, yeah, if people are struggling you know, with that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm sorry, I, I, just about what they're going through, it does seem, like that dog seems like he would have been able to protect her. So I would think that the assailant would have to be um, somebody strong or quick. I mean, that's just to be able to attack the dog yeah. and her. I don't know. What do you think about I, that? I, yeah, I mean, I thought about it for a second, and I was like, if it wasn't 1 o'clock in the morning, I thought, well, did they maybe trick her? Did they maybe, like, because he was, from the sound of it, a friendly dog, maybe they went up and were like, oh, look at your dog, and then um, hurt the dog and then hurt her. But I kind of doubt somebody would, I don't know, that she would, especially if she does listen to true crime, 
I kind of doubt that she would be so friendly at one o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, yeah. I don't think she'd be a little mm. creeped out if somebody tried to talk to her. I don't know, of course, but um, so it does make me think that the person was quick and, you know, just quick. Yeah. And strong. Yeah. Because, you know, pit bulls, they, they unfortunately have unfairly been given a bad reputation. There's plenty of sweet, sweet pit bulls, pit bulls. And it sounds like Bowie was definitely a sweet pit bull from the way that Bowie's been described. But, um, if, if you, you know, set any dog off and if you do anything that's going to kick up that, you know, protective instinct in them. Um, and that was his person. That's his mom, not to mention his own physical safety. Um, they, they can do harm. I mean, they have <laughs> pretty strong jaws, yeah. um, <laughs> pretty strong bite there. Um, so that had to be pretty, you know, Oof. that person had to be quick yeah. Yeah, and strong. Yep. And most times you would think of them like doing harm is when they're being protective, right? That's what I would think um, yeah. from just my experience with them. Um, my, my uncle had a pit bull that loved my cousins and he, like, she actually was a, a girl. She protected them. And then, you know, my brothers have had them and it seems like a lot of them are very protective. They're, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Don't they call them like nanny dogs because they yeah. will like watch over? Yeah, yeah, they so. they do they're they do that with children. Yeah, they're kind of like that. Um, definitely, they have that way about them. Um, and you know, like I said, that doesn't mean that they're over the top with it or anything. Like some of them are just sort of like motherly about it. But if you did something to the individual that they loved and cared about and felt protective of then yeah they 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 have that their dogs they have that uh, ability and they do have a very strong um you know bite so you know i don't know if they had a, cer- a certain advantage with the way the lighting was there you know maybe they it sounds like that area was kind of like near the entrance like right from the near the road or the the entrance way where the the rainbow was um kind of how it sounds because i guess emma said she didn't normally go deep into the park um oh okay so but i don't know i don't know about the lighting around there either like how good it was or bad it was um it's uh such a tragedy though um but i you know it really is. Yeah, and I, it does, it go, it does go to show just, you know, he didn't run off, you know, what an animal will do for its person, you know, he may have had the opportunity to run off, we don't know, he may have not taken it just to stick around and protect her, that's kind of what I feel, that he wouldn't have left her from the sounds of it from the description yeah absolutely Mm. well thank you for covering this because I'm I'm glad to know about it now I want to do some of my own digging and see what I can you know just find on and discover I like to look in the Facebook profiles of the people involved and you know just different things like that yeah and and also I was just I also kind of want to speak to the person that brought up that other theory. I don't think that 
she would have needed to hurt the dog if her intention was to hurt Katie. Oh, yeah. If that was her because, dog, why would she have had to hurt her dog? Absolutely, know? because the dog wouldn't have attacked her. Right. I, I mean... Like, my if husband could probably stab me to death. I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but, like, he probably could. <laughs> and my dogs would be like, um, well, that's what dad thinks has to happen. And again, I don't know. I don't think they would um, do anything if my husband tried to hurt me. Interesting. Yeah. So, that's... yeah, I, kinda, I really didn't think of that at all anyway. That just didn't even occur to me that she was involved at all. She just seemed devastated and... A 911 call is just very sad. Um, I'll have to listen it, to that too. But I don't blame yeah. you for not playing that. I think you take a re- an approach to true crime that is so respectful that a lot of people are not taking. And I think that, I mean, people can, we can look up those video, the 911 call on our own. But the fact that you care to be respectful, that says everything. I mean, that's what I want in a person I watch because there's so many out there who just don't care yeah yeah and I can't I think about I guess I just think about put myself in the family's shoes like well how would I feel if um yeah people were playing my family's certain things I you know I probably would want attention if 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 a case if someone in my family had something like this happen I would want attention brought to it and for people to be looking looking out um but I probably wouldn't want certain things highlighted. I think I just wiped lipstick on my face. I'm not sure. <laughs> just like... That's okay. <laughs> um, it says, why are Nicole's messages deleted? I actually didn't see Barbara, so I don't know. Um, I made that decision at the end because of a comment she made based on what I was. I wasn't banning her until the end, until she kind of made a nasty comment in the end. And then I decided I had enough. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, um, you, you know, you didn't want certain theories up. So that's, a, I mean, that's. Yeah. And I, you know, different. I guess I can accept that people have different thoughts on things, but it was her exit comment that, um, it's like, if you don't want to be here and you don't need to be here, you don't need to make a big deal of it. Um, I, this just is not a drama channel. I know, I know <laughs> you poor guys have to deal with a lot of drama, but, um, I am not used to that, so I'll just stop it, you know. Yep, absolutely, and that's the best <laughs> thing to do. Was it a comment like, hey, I'm late, that, like announcing her exit? Yeah, like. Oh, I don't yeah. like when people do that. Like, yeah. just go. <laughs> you don't have to be mean. Right. Just go. <laughs> I am done, and I'm leaving. Like, it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. And why. That was the other, you know, it was why she was leaving, and it's just. Okay, but you know. Well, it's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. You handled it with grace. <laughs> and I don't even get, I don't have mods really, so I just have to do what I have to do in the moment. I can't really, you know, I'm not used to needing mods, so. Um, yeah. I have to. Well, with true crime, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you need mods, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, I'll help you if you Thank ever you. need it. If you ever go to do another one, let me know and I'll, I'll come mod. Yeah, thank you. I know you guys definitely need those those wrenches out there. Um, well, I guess um, if nobody has anything else, I will um, 
you know, just mention again that I have everything in the description and I wanted to leave with um, just, you know, at the end a picture of um, reminding people also there is um, a reward out there. There's a number you can call. I'll leave that in the description too. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I wanted to leave a picture of Bowie and Emma at the memorial site, but I won't. I will leave a picture of them. Um, which the person who left apparently said was not the right individual. This is twist the wrong way. Let me <laughs> really having a heck of a time tonight with my pictures and things, but here we go. Let me put this picture of um, everyone's probably clicked off anyway by now, but <laughs> here we well, go. for people that watch in the future, yeah, there we go. Okay, so. That is Katie and Bowie. I just said that was a really sweet picture, so. Um, it went off the screen. I only saw it for a sec. I think it's there now. Okay. I think. Yep, it is. Yep, yeah. I was just a second behind on my other phone. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's a sweet so picture. Sweet. I love that. So, um, we pray that this person will be caught soon, um, you know, and for these for law enforcement to have, you know, those prayers behind them that they 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 get this 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 solved quickly pray for emma too just for what she's been through and um katie's family i don't know parents i think there's a mom i didn't hear about a dad but whoever you know i know emma mentioned that she spoke to her mom that's why i'm saying that um but whoever is in her life her family her friend their friends um just praying for healing for them because this is just terrible um, so Absolutely. thank you. Thank you for being here, Alex, and everyone that came tonight. And um, check out the video if you didn't see it yet. Go back and check out the link in the description. And thank you for having me so much. And Anne, um, if you wanted to, you could always turn the comments off because just in case, uh, so you don't have to babysit them. You know, I don't know if you're worried. I know you want it to be respectful to the family and all of that. So right. you don't have to do that or anything. I'm just letting you know sometimes if I have a video where I feel that, you know, it might get to that point, I will mm -hmm. turn the comments off oh, just to keep okay. it. Yeah. If it goes haywire. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And thank you so much for having me on. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you for being here. And, um, you know, I hope you have a more peaceful next couple of days thank you me too good lord i need it <laughs> and then hopefully you can come back on my channel soon for something i would love we'll try to. to see what we can get together yeah I that'd be awesome to. all, all right. right well thank you and i'll talk to you later okay okay good night good night bye bye, bye.